the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. off our discussion before the break some examples that don't require a federal executive order presidential executive order uh, that don't involve federal employees talking about the uh, political identitarian indoctrination based on race and the other identitarian groupings uh, so there are many examples of this ongoing in universities as, as they have been for some time getting uh, more intolerant. There will be more professional casualties and this will be the model for more private sector enterprises to take up as corporate America has already taken this up and uh, some religious institutions and many cultural institutions, arts, sports. Give you an example of what I mean. University of Illinois, Chicago law professor under fire for an exam question on his Civ Pro 2 exam, Civ Pro 2 final exam. A question he's been using apparently for many years, but uh, now has come under uh, a a new set of standards when it comes to scrutiny. Jason Kilborn is the law professor in question. He used a redacted reference to a racial slur on a final exam, and now he is facing the mob, of course. Civ Pro 2 final exam, which uh, describes a hypothetical employment discrimination case or scenario. This is the, the question. Employer's lawyer traveled to meet the manager who stated that she quit her job at employer after she attended a meeting in which other managers expressed their anger at plaintiff, calling her a N blank and B blank profane expressions for African-Americans and women in parentheses and vowed to get rid of her. And so, you know, then the question obviously implicates, you know, make out a case for potential employment discrimination. No, (laughs) don't make it out because. One student uh, on seeing the sentence became incredibly upset, as uh, chronicled by Andrew Koppelman in the Chronicle of Higher Education on the case, experienced heart palpitations, right? Words are violence, safe space. The Black Law Students Association went to the law school dean and to the central administration, demanding that Professor Kilborn be stripped of his committee assignments, denounced him on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and filed a complaint with UIC's Office for Access and... Equity. Yeah. And so now the FIRE Foundation for uh, Individual Rights and Education is involved trying to raise the flag of academic freedom. Academic freedom grants faculty members substantial breathing room to determine how to approach subjects and materials relevant to their courses. How to approach those materials is a question left for the faculty member of the classroom, not the administrator, donor, legislator, or authorities outside of it, and so on and so forth. Um, The obvious response. Uh, by the way, he has been, Professor Kilborn, uh, suspended on an interim basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I mean, you know, 
using N blank or B blank is offensive on a law school exam. I mean, I wonder if this same law student would be so aghast, so despondent, so threatened, the heart palpitations and whatnot, had it been in the form of a rap song instead. That's an example. Loyola University of Chicago has announced plans to every have every academic department perform a racial justice examine. Examine is like a devotional exercise involving reflection on moral, a reflection on and moral evaluation of one's thoughts and conduct. This is uh, particularly popular among Jesuits. Loyola is a Jesuit school, sort of. Racial justice examine. Every academic department perform it. Moral evaluation of one's thoughts and conduct so that uh, Loyola can create a safe, respectful, and inclusive environment for students, staff, and faculty of color. It's so interesting to me that uh, these institutions start from the premise that they're systemically racist. Well, if they're systemically racist, why don't we start at the top and just do a real house cleaning? Who wants to raise their hand for that? As opposed to these uh, self-flagellating examines or training seminars. No. Nobody wants to raise their hand from that. And by the way, um, the uh, Kilbourne example of the University of Illinois, Chicago, points up something that Jason Whitlock recently wrote and um, and said uh, on Tucker Carlson's show last week. He uh, compared Black Lives Matter to the KKK. Jason Whitlock, who's a black journalist, we've talked about him many times on this show. He's been writing a lot on this topic in recent months and it's been very good. He was a standout college athlete, too, high school athlete, college athlete. He... Uh, defended his analogizing Black Lives Matter to the Ku Klux Klan. Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters have primarily terrorized and destroyed property in black communities at night. BLM and Antifa have attempted to intimidate white, intimidate white Republicans. BLM protests have been violent and caused the assassination of law enforcement officers and other citizens. BLM is a cleverly marketed slogan and provides cover for extremists to undermine racial progress and bully Americans to support Democrat politicians. It's not a coincidence that BLM riots pick up during an election cycle and disappear after the votes have been counted. He goes on, my analogy is not far-fetched or hard to comprehend, particularly for the mainstream media. My analogy is far more substantive and accurate than pretending the events on the Capitol on January 6th were an armed insurrection analogous to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. BLM, founded by self-described trained Marxists, has a stated goal of disrupting Western civilization's traditions and values. Acts as, BLM acts as a racial divider, no different from the KKK. It's my belief that the KKK and BLM share the same intent. They use race, intimidation, violence, property destruction to achieve political goals on behalf of the Democratic Party. In the KKK's heyday, a black man could have his life destroyed for making eye contact with a white woman. In BLM's heyday, a black man can have his life destroyed for expressing an opinion that contradicts the ideology of white liberals. He argues it's just technological changes and cultural changes. KKK used to burn crosses. BLM burns buildings. Social media lynch mobs destroy a person's character, strike fear, and silence dissent, as opposed to physical lynch mobs and the social media lynch mobs or uh, those in a you could find in a law school classroom, you know, equate to the the physical lynching to, you know, the uh, to, 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 to anything that they receive as a threat. The whole I'm not safe. Words are violence. Right. The words you use have to pass the Twitter test of how they're received by somebody. That's the basis of your allowance to use them, not what they actually mean, what they were intended or the context, but how they received, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how baseless. Yeah, interesting comparison from Whitlock. Uh, he is uh, one of those really standing and delivering relentlessly and fearlessly. 
Uh, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of professors and professionals around the country who should be thanking Jason Whitlock for trying to you know, rally others to be as courageous as he has been. Show at danproftshow.com.